Have you heard you can listen to your favorite news podcasts ad-free? Good news. With Amazon Music, you have access to the largest catalog of ad-free top podcasts included with your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts. That's amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. So you know, but nothing crazy. You don't need a jacket today. Um, but yeah. Yeah, but it does wear on you. Like, I feel like today's cold is starting to get annoying. <laughs> it's like, wait, I thought winter was over. I know. I'm ready for this. And it's and 27 right now. So you're like, okay. Yeah. Enough. Is it puffy coat or not? I saw this morning, like in two days, it's going to be almost 70 degrees. It's like, what? But it's going to crack back down. Again, yeah, this Thursday. is when it's like totally schizophrenic weather. Yeah, You're like, I don't know what I'm doing. They're almost there. Thursday high is 65. We are. But I, it's there. still just annoying to have to dress one day like you're going skiing <laughs> and then two days like you're laying out. <laughs> it's weird. I uh, have the seat heaters on on the way in and they're off on the way out. That, yeah, it is bizarre. All right, so we got what's trending coming up in a couple minutes. Molly, what happened in the overnight? Oh, some researchers think that the uh, breakthrough to help with anxiety could be smelly armpits. Oh, <laughs> we'll get in line. All right, next. You're listening to the Big Party Morning Show on Channel 94.1. Here's what's trending on the Big Party Morning Show on Channel 94.1. One of the things from COVID that we've learned to live with, uh, masking up at the health systems, and that is going to be coming to an end. April 3rd, several health systems around Omaha are removing their mask requirements. For like the people that work at the hospital, imagine what that's like. They've had to wear it nonstop every yes. day. Yeah. yeah. They're saying that to also, um, they, they believe that people having to wear a mask to visit patients, you know, family members that... It'll, uh, it's decreased, meaning people don't want to risk it or go in or don't want to wear a mask. So maybe people get, get to see their family members more often. Gotta admit, like though, that. the people yeah. that wear it in public outside walking do stick out, especially when they're young people. Yeah, I, I know. I find that an interesting. It's, it is interesting. Um, is so that I was... for the look? Do they like the look, you know? Because you did get to kind of hide yourself. Mm-hmm. That is, that's the one plus. I mean, but it... I wonder if that had, uh, negative effects on people who like imagine if you were coming to your own right during covid 
mm-hmm. and you were uncomfortable in your shell. So you kind of got used to covering your face all the time, and now you never want to stop. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. just your thing. It's like wearing a hat every day. So is it optional? That's optional, right? So that's no? the thing. Uh, uh, like Nebraska Med says that masks will still be required for people visiting patients with respiratory conditions. And that's always been kind of the case. Like, you know, yeah. I mean, and um, and then if if it's requested by the patients or families, if they're like, hey, mask up when you come in here, they'll still do it. And under specific, uh, you know, specific circumstances. But that's sort of the thing is that they're going to start pivoting away from that. And then when you do, you wear a surgical mask like Party did a week ago. It's like gross. I know. <laughs> it looks so trashy now. We have such higher mask standards. I know. Oh, That's when you all wear I... the little paper diaper ones. Yes, I was wearing a paper diaper one. It's the only one I had at the moment. But yeah, I hate What them. happened hate to all them. of our masks? We used I... to each have 10. Jeff, I, I had have three a... of them that hung off of the, uh, the turn signal in my Jeep. Yeah. Thank God you did it there oh, and not on your the... mirror. I don't like the mirror thing, but yeah, I, I don't know what happened to mine. I'm sure they all got washed and put away with socks or underwear or something like that. Yeah, I've got um, like a little um, basket of them. them. <laughs> <laughs> little cup. It's like a G-string. Yes. <laughs> you don't? No. Come on. Multipurpose. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> you don't have withered little stick toddler legs to yeah, put the You got to check through? out my OnlyFans. It's huge. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's on a whole new outlet. Repurposed COVID mask underwear. Yeah. I just, I have a basket of them in our laundry room, like a little, you know, just like a little catch all. Yeah. And I was just looking at it the other day, like, what do I do with this? Like, do I throw them out? You know I, what? I, it's the, the equivalent of a can cooler, a koozie. You have one, you have a million. Yes. And you can't bring yourself to throw away a koozie. No, you can't. I don't get it, but yeah. I know, and yeah. then there's also just that paranoid part of me. I'm like, I throw these out, and then, oh, it's like, you eat them, yeah. exactly, world shortage, everybody needs them again. I don't know, mm-hmm. I keep them as sort of like superstition, like we if have, I, maybe if I hold on to them. We have so, we have boxes, like two boxes of masks, I think there's a hundred in each, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and they're for the sweet Wileen, because her face is little, so oh. when, he, when she'd put on the ones that uh, we wear, it would it'd cover her whole face. She needs the child ones. So needs the child ones. So we have a bunch of those. I'm like, jeez. The kids still wear them occasionally. Um, I live in Chicago, and they'll take uh, the uh, public transportation to get to school, and they'll they'll wear them on public transportation. Like when they take the L. Yeah, when they do. Peter's like, uh, uh, yeah. Have you been on the L lately? I was like, no. He's like, yeah, no. We'll be wearing rubber gloves too. Exactly. Uh, one of the things that scientists are uh, looking into are ways to help treat social anxiety. That's another little thing that kind of really bloomed during the COVID pandemic. People coming out of, you know, all that isolation and realizing that they are very anxious about social situations. Um, and so one of the things that they're trying is a, like a, a chemo, like a, a smelling therapy and it includes armpit basically bo and they said that there's something about current treatments that help anxiety users when they have like the pheromones from underarm sweat it can help relieve anxiety, the anxiety. so it's mm-hmm. gonna be smelling their own armpits <laughs> i don't know it's so gross they found that individuals who did like a treatment of like this mindfulness therapy coupled with being exposed to the bo 
had better, um, like had more reduction in their anxiety scores than people who just did like the breathing and didn't necessarily get the chemo signals. It's not the old Molly Shannon character where she played the Catholic school yes. girl that would sniff her armpits. Yes. <laughs> what was that it. character? Mary Catherine Gallagher, yeah, right? She got nervous. She would stick her arms under her armpits and then <laughs> smell them. Was that the bit? Was there a history yes. to that? No, I don't know what the deal was. Everybody was like weird. And now all of a sudden, maybe that's what prompted. They're like, I wonder if there's something to that. So they tried all these different things from, you know, taking sweat from people who were like working out or watching scary movies and things like that, just to see if there was like any kind of difference. Okay. Um, and, and it was interesting. Like they were like, we didn't necessarily find anything like the anxiety scores weren't affected by how we got the BO. It was just a matter of of helping with uh, anxiety. I know. Oh. This might be the strangest story. <laughs> I know. Here today. Well, some people's anxiety causes uh, perspiration under the arms. Yeah, mm -hmm. sweating away. So it's there a little chicken and the egg. Right. Which one is it? World population is expected to hit 8.5 billion Jeez. by the 2050s. So uh, scientists with the Earth for All initiative that's, uh, you know, trying to conducted a study and they based their estimate on what they called a giant leap in investment in economic development what and is it education. Now? Uh, I thought it was going to hit a bit. Yeah, I, I thought it was going to hit a the billion. The world's population reached 8 billion last November. It was yeah. 6.1 billion in 2000. And so we're really like. I mean, so there's no way that's sustainable. Like in all recorded time. You know, in 2000, it was at 6 billion, and we gained two in 20 years, two per decade, you know, one per decade. Yeah. We're just astronomically. Eventually, there's going to be no room, right? We've got room. It's just resources. It's well, not yeah, that we I don't necessarily. Right. Resources. I mean, there's plenty of open spaces. It's just a matter of like, Are there? you know, well, I mean, look, you drive through rural areas. Of not that you own. You'll be on someone else's land. <laughs> You'll be paying for it, man. Where are you going to stand? Can I stand here? Um, but it'll definitely be more about the resources. Where are we getting the food, the water, all that kind of stuff? Everybody needs to just tighten their belts. Stop. Well, you'll be able to smell each other's armpit sweat a little <laughs> bit easier. Woo! Take I'm that not in. as anxious. <laughs> not as anxious about the growing population. Um, there could be a mandatory in-car breathalyzer in our future. Um, right, breathalyzers well. could be in all new cars by 2026. There's no way that's going to happen. I don't know how. There's no could. way anyone's going to agree to that. You're, you're going to have to use an intoxilock in your car. Just to start it? So I guess I part of the new Infrastructure Investment um, Act that just got passed it requires all new cars come equipped with DUI detecting breathalyzers by 2026. All right, so they're gonna, they're going to they're thinking of doing that. Why, why don't we move forward to the distracted driving the guy on the phone first? Yeah, I don't understand. You know, I mean, I suppose that they are probably working with 
tech companies to, you know, the, our, our phones all say, like, are you moving? And you're yeah, like, yeah. no. <laughs> I mean, I should be a cool thing if your car could figure out that you're drunk and so it doesn't let the car turn on. But if you do, if you use the current technology, people, it's a pain in the ass. Like, people are going to have to blow into the thing. Yeah, you're going to blow until you can, I don't know, that sounds crazy, but... Uh, so I guess drivers would uh, exhale toward a small sensor that could be embedded in the steering column or All right, side door so it's going to be different tram. than blowing through a tube. Mm-hmm. But you're, you're kind of getting uh, to that territory, too, of like, why not just make a car that doesn't speed? Um, yes. You know, how I about mean, a it's... car that doesn't leave the house? <laughs> how about a car that doesn't work? And everyone will be like, it's safer. <laughs> a car with no tires. Brand new. Just hangs out there. I mean, this is what happens when you apply the crazy. Uh, yeah. How do we make a safer car? One that doesn't work. Ooh, no tell me more. <laughs> it can't drive. So, yeah, therefore, just... you can't do anything with it. Uh, the technology, I guess, for this type of equipment isn't fully developed for commercial that's use yet. Saying. The technology isn't there. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're just thinking so, they're it. saying if they can invent something that's not so invasive, right? Because right now, isn't it like day? It just yeah. makes it so a person gets in the car and doesn't, you know, somehow detects it without having. Because the way it, a breathalyzer yeah. works, people, it's, it's a lot. I mean, people have to blow into the thing repeatedly, and yeah, yeah. and it's and and it's I like not our just idea like a, better. I mean, I think that uh, <laughs> they should have them in in the sh- uh, that blow thing in the shape of a like a sex toy. Oh. Well, you go full scarlet letter. Yeah, I mean that way you. It's I mean a you have to tilt dildo it on the steering wheel column. Yeah, <laughs> and you got to tilt it and blow hard uh, on that thing to start the car. <laughs> no one would be drinking and driving. Well, and you wouldn't be on your phone either because you're like, I'm driving. <laughs> Stop it! How can I walk and drive a car now? Technology is coming, people. In the form of a sex toy to embarrass you into sobriety. Absolutely. You did. I don't know right. if that was embarrass me into sobriety as much as like, okay, well, obviously I'm drinking at home now. Right. I'm not gonna Just go anywhere. Night. I'm not gonna go anywhere. And to double up for the people that are, you know, triple offenders, uh, you have to blow on that thing at every stoplight. Oh. And well, an alarm goes how off. It is, already. is it I I've never I've never had one, so I only have friends that have had them. I'm not sure how that even works. I know it's just a pain in the ass. Because it keeps going know. off, like, while you're driving. Yeah, and takes your picture uh, to make sure, because that used to be the end around. It's that someone would go get, like, a sober buddy. Mm-hmm. That used to be the terrible thing, right? That, yeah. Hey, blow in this. You're like, ugh, I feel dirty. <laughs> you dirty you got him your the buddy gra- drive. The greatest scene ever of that is in is in uh, 40-Year-Old Virgin. Remember when he meets Leslie Mann at the bar? He's oh, jeez. Steve Carell's the virgin. He's taking a girl home. <laughs> saying, hey, didn't drink anything tonight? Blowing he goes, this. no, blowing this. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and then she vomits on his face. He goes, did you have shellfish earlier? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do oh. you want to make out? I'm she good. She goes, you can sell if you want. He goes, I think I'm good. <laughs> she goes, well, at least I have to work out tomorrow. <laughs> Gross. All right, your calls. Happy Tuesday to y'all. 938-9400. That's it. We're back. You're listening to the Big Party Morning Show on Channel 941. You're listening to the Big Party Morning Show on Channel 941. How was your meatless Monday, Molly? Torture your family. <laughs> 
kids didn't even realize until I said something, and then they're like, yeah, where's the meat? Is it always like, a meatless Monday? Or is no, it just trend? happened to be. Um, it was one of those things where, so my my kids go to Catholic school, mm-hmm. and um, there is a uh, a trip coming up this this Friday, and the, the, the priest was like, you guys can eat meat on Friday, but you got to not eat meat some other day or whatever. And so I was like, all right, we'll make it a meatless Monday in there. Oh, so they got to, to eat meat it. last Friday. Yes. So they that got was a the dispensation. Whole, they got a dispensation. And so that was the whole thing. So I was like, fine, we'll just go ahead and do meatless Monday. But what ended up happening is, is like, I don't know. I just get on these kicks sometimes where all of a sudden I want to, I, I, it's like old me comes in and, and I'm making like 17 things in the, in the kitchen. Like yesterday, like I made like two entrees plus the kids food and then Peter had one and I was getting started on a cake. I just was like feeling it for some reason in the kitchen. But one of the things that I love is that I make these meals and everybody's like, oh my gosh, it smells so good. And then they look and they're like, come on. Yeah, it it smells good, good. but it doesn't look good. (laughs) Not appetizing. Does it taste good? Tastes great. Except for the fact that the kids are like, um, is that kale? Are those carrots? What's that other stuff? I'm like, lentils. It's delicious. So your two kids have to eat your meals, but your husband is off that meal plan. It seems like chaos. Um, like no, he, doesn't kids, have to, he doesn't have to put up with it. He gets to have meat. Yeah, he can have meat. Um, the kids actually, I, I make three separate dinners. Yeah, as I say, the kids aren't forced to eat Molly's food. It's, it's like a diner. No, seriously. So, like, they ordered noodles. And so. They ordered noodles. Jeez. And they don't even eat the same kind of noodles. Oh, God. She likes noodles with red sauce. He does not like red sauce. He likes his with butter and Parmesan. So that's two different things. They won't eat the same sides. So that's two different things. Plus, I'm roasting tomatoes to make my own thing. And then I decided to make that lentil thing. And then my husband is like, well, obviously, I am eating meat because I am A man that likes meat. (laughs) So next thing you know, it's like, order up. Table six, we got your uh, noodles with red sauce. He probably just grabs his plate and puts on the uh, Cubs game. It's like my wife is still trying to find herself in the kitchen. (laughs) (laughs) My wife is like a newlywed. Uh, Honey, I got a cookbook as a wedding gift. I did. Meatless Monday. Knock yourself out. Have fun. He's, I know, because I was like, it's Meatless Monday. He's like, not for me, it isn't. I was like, oh, you know, just thought maybe you'd so want to be on board. When Peter's sitting there eating a steak or whatever, are the kids, are they salivating or they just, they just don't care? They don't care. All right. Aren't your okay. kids kind of finicky? Yeah, I mean, they're still at that that point where, I mean, it is just, it, it's it, it's seriously like they're such jerks. They're food jerks. They they and And the reason I do things like cook for myself is because no one else wants to eat the food. No one. Nobody wants to eat. Like even if you if, if you fed them uh, garbage and fast food, aren't they still finicky? No, that 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 they're like, oh, can we have Burger King tonight? I was like, no, I'm making at home hamburgers. So they would eat Burger King every night if they if they wanted. If they yeah, if left to their own devices. But the, like, but at home burgers are an issue. Yeah, at home burgers not the same. It always really? makes me think of that. Um, I think it was Eddie Murphy who did that a whole bit where he would ask his mom for McDonald's. She's like, we've got stuff to make. Hamburgers here. I, I think you need to start training your kids, though, like all parents do. Otherwise, it's it's chaos. Like, you got to teach them, a, you know, there's a menu. 
Yes. Otherwise, look, all these kids, they're going to get out of the house in a couple of years, Molly, and they're going to order DoorDash all the time and think they can have sushi and Burger King for every other meal. I know. And and the, well, I mean, it's insanity. They have no. No, they don't. Yeah, the, the options are there for them. Family meals um, are family meals. Family meals are this is what's for dinner. Eat it or don't, but this is it. Next meal is breakfast. And so for the most part, we have family meals where, you know, I roast chicken or I make meatloaf or something like that. And they'll grumble. Do they but cook? they'll sit there. He, uh, Declan's learning how to cook. Yeah, yeah. you got to start bringing yeah. them in. I think you got to yeah. push through and start teaching them now like a realistic Hey, don't don't let them learn at thirty. <laughs> it takes, yeah. yeah, no. The sooner they learn, the better. Because then teach them that they get to cook for themselves. Teach them like a couple of of their favorite meals and teach them how to cook it. And um, my favorite uh, excuse for when I push back on that, like I'm like, well, you can make it. He's like, it just tastes better when you do. Oh, look at that! See, he's figured it out. I That's know. A pretty good compliment. <laughs> right, I know. It's like right to the heart of an Irish uh, mother. Except I'm like, when it's lentils, yeah, and kale and carrots. <laughs> I take it today's Taco Tuesday at your house. It is. All right. Yeah. Yes. Molly lives by the day. <laughs> <laughs> it keeps things easy for she me. She lives because... by the alliteration. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. I love it. All right. Molly's Minutes coming up next. 938-9400. That's in. What's up, Ooh, Molly? the social fallout between uh, Olivia Wilde and uh, Ratajkowski after the makeout session with Harry Styles. You're listening to the Big Party Morning Show on Channel 941. You're listening to the Big Party Morning Show on Channel 941. Good morning, 938-941. You want to jump in? Make sure you got that app too. By the way, you can uh, win a trip to Atlanta to go see Taylor Swift. Gonna get your name in the hat. So go ahead and do that today. All right, what's up, Molly? Everybody's been buzzing about this video of Harry Styles and Emily Ratajkowski. May, packing on the PDA on a Tokyo street and everyone keeps asking about like, well, wasn't Emily just recently hanging out with Olivia Wilde like they're friends? They are and apparently, according to sources, Emily is begging Olivia for forgiveness after the video of her making out with, you know, Olivia's ex. That seems like a weird that those two are buddies, right? Isn't that I a, know. quite an age difference? Yes. For them well, to and be they, gal pals. They were photographed together most recently at the Vanity Fair Oscar party. You know, that's okay. the party after the Oscars. And they were also um standing next to each other, seated next to each other at a Harry Styles concert in Paris. And they were palling around and dancing with each other. So I don't know if they're like tight girlfriends or like, you know, just like, hey, girl. Um, but it's interesting that, you know, with everything going on, that now all of a sudden it's like Emily's like, hey. I don't know. I If if Olivia really is moved on, I mean, you know, they broke up in November and she wants to focus on her kids and her work. Yeah. Then Harry making out with some hot chick. <laughs> It's just like par for the course, I would think. I don't know. But uh, the word is, is that Emily is, that it, it, I guess Olivia feels that it is a betrayal. That there was agree. like that girl code type of thing of, have you had a friend date an ex of yours? Not that I can remember. Or have um, you ever dated an ex of somebody else? No, no I have I, I'm not a fan of it. Like, so I'm my not. friend circle, we got a buddy of ours yeah. who picked up and... Um, 
you know, a buddy of ours who dated a gal for kind of a little bit. And we were all friends with her. And then those two split up, and a, a friend of ours was kind of, I remember it was like telling, telling me he was going for it. <laughs> and then picked up and is still dating her. Like they moved away. And, oh, so and our other out. friend was totally cool about it, but I still just thought, I'm like, why would you even go there? I mean, what if you, I mean, I know there's true love and that stuff kind of happens, but I'm just saying in theory, it's something you avoid. Yes. Like these are high school friends. Yeah. So for high school bros, why would I even go there of dating one of your exes? What there's other you, people. I know. I'm what if it you. just makes it weird? Yeah. That's what I was going to ask you. Did it ever get like weird in the beginning? I know after a while you're like. Totally gets weird. It has to. I can't imagine it not. Because there's like that shorthand that you have with somebody that you dated, and now that person is with somebody close to you, and you're like, "Ew, you're sharing that I shorthand." Like I just, I, I just I looked at that there were plenty of fish in the sea. Yeah, like if we lived in a, a small town and there were limited options, and it'd be like, "All right, you guys are right for each other." Um, I'm with you, Jeff. I'd see being interested, but I'm like, or you could just avoid it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I've known of uh, a girl dating a brother or a guy and then that not working out and started dating, fell for the brother, and that started going on. I was like, this is weird. I mean, we're just jumping family to family at that Most point. Most people was, don't follow the rules. Yeah. The heart knows what the heart wants. Mm-hmm. Makeout sessions know what makeout sessions honest, need. We're talking about Harry Styles. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You're right. I'm sure it blurs the lines. She was in that Blurred Lines video, remember? Yeah, well. That was one of her claims to fame. I mean, you're a pretty beautiful person when people just have to break rules. Mm-hmm. And you don't care. That's what it's like to be Harry. Yeah. You got, like, sisters breaking rules coming at you. Everyone's coming at you. You're just like, I get it. I'm Harry. You're Harry Styles. <laughs> the thing is that they're, did you say they're in Thailand or something like that? Or No, they were in Tokyo. Else? Tokyo. Mm-hmm. They're both in Tokyo at the same time, so weird. Well, I wonder if that's weird right. or if it's like, yeah. A coincidence? Come to Tokyo. No, like invited. I mean, I don't, it's like, oh my God, you're in Tokyo and exactly. I'm in that's Tokyo. A, that's what I'm saying. So there must have been something there. A little a little pre-planning. Um, no, Thailand is where the next White yeah, Lotus is going is. to be um, set. Season three of HBO's hit show, we have a location, Thailand. So far we've had... Hawaii, Italy, and now a luxury resort in Thailand. I can imagine that this place is going to be stunning. Oh, beautiful. I'm sure. Yes. I mean, think about the location so far. They filmed at the Four Seasons when they were at Hawaii, and they filmed, I'm trying to remember the name of the resort that was like in Sicily. Season one was Maui. Okay. Mm -hmm. Season two was Sicily. Yeah. But it was like some crazy resort in Sicily. And I'm trying to remember the name of the company. It's like some very, it's it wasn't the Four Seasons, but it's along those lines of yeah. like, oh my gosh, it's going to be a million dollars a night, even if you have a bad room. Well, they know? must have a deal with the Four Seasons. They're already trying to uh, speculate which Four Seasons in Thailand it would be. In Thailand, that'd be a oh, bucket list trip, wouldn't it? Gorgeous. Have you guys My all gosh. caught up on the White Lotus still? I can't get through season okay. two. All right, it's not for everybody, that's for sure. Okay, we're going to get to what's trending coming up next. I get annoyed by that dad. Yeah. That's... You know, the dad hitting on everything. There's a lot of annoying characters. <clears throat> that's kind of the whole spirit of White Lotus. Yeah. Annoying yes. people that you're like, why am I watching this show? Exactly. You're like, all you are terrible. Why can't you all just have bad head things happen? I know there are. And there's always that one good guy.
Just the one. All right, so what's coming up, Molly? What do you got? So there's all this push to ban TikTok, but there's um, a state where they are now going to restrict minors from getting social media access. You're listening to the Big Party Morning Show on Channel 941. Weekdays from 5 to 10. It's the Big Party Morning Show. Only on Channel 941.